And we are back. Hey, hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Yep. Glad to be here. Yeah. We're back to episode three already of season three. Crazy. Three and yeah. three. So I think we're going to just start off with a couple of things for everybody who is new or old to the show. We've got a new person on camera here. And we want what? To, I know. We oh want to welcome a new member to the show. Where'd he come from? He just appeared in the chat and we're like, hey. We're being Zoom bombed. Zoom bombed. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, tell the truth. We were we were exploited. We were exploited. This is completely exploitation right here. Yeah. He's got yeah. some dirt on me. Oh, well, that's goes, probably true. I had to push yeah, it, it goes way back. And way back. Uh, yeah, we didn't want to reveal it. So here I am. I do believe that, actually. <laughs> there probably is some dirt. <laughs> we'll wait for a few episodes to come out. Guest starring. <laughs> so this is Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. Hello. We'll be introducing a new character at some point. That will be Jeff's alter ego, uh, but we will get to that in a bit. So how's everybody doing though? Just, we ready for this? Yeah. It's gorgeous day outside in Minnesota. It is. It is going to be it an amazing nice. day. Sometime yeah. So let's all pretend that we're underground. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in our basements, pretending we're, that is the perfect <laughs> thing to do on a beautiful spring day. Great. All right. Well, before we get to it, I do want to do a couple of quick shout outs. We had our uh, a new $10 a month Patreon member, Eddie. So thank you, you Eddie, for Eddie. contributing thank to the you. show. We appreciate nice. it. Also, another Patreon upgraded from a dollar to five dollars. Um, wow. So wow, thank Eli you, Elias, E-L-I-A-S. So thank you, Elias, for showing your love. And we greatly appreciate it. It's going to help keep the show going. And uh, we will keep trying to do our best to entertain you. That's amazing. I know. It's very exciting. So we're just going to jump right into it. And let's start with the way we always start the show. The best part of the show. <laughs> we still need that super cut. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. Okay. Makes me self-conscious. The heroic trio entered the subterranean city of Knockabout, led by Sela Silverscale, a kobold working for Copaco. The chief engineer of the kobold utility asked them to investigate the Arcanum and their dig site for, amazingly, financial compensation? What will our heroes do in an actual functioning economy? Find out in Dungeon Patrol. Let the shopping happen. Yeah. It's really exciting. It's like, yeah, it, like a normal city. Like yeah. an actual city, just <laughs> dark. Right. No, it's very well lit. It is very well lit. Uh -huh. That is a good point. So I spent a lot of time last time describing things, and I'm going to try to do less of that this episode because I could spend an hour describing things, and then... He can. I, I could. I really could because I've just invested a lot into this. But I think that would be less interesting for the listeners and for you guys. So I'm going to put the onus on you as the players to inquire about things. Explore the world with your minds and then ask me to fill in the gaps. So I will be toggling between the views for anybody watching. I realize most of our listeners uh, are just audio only. So we will do our best to sort of present that as best as we can. But if you are watching... Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind, yes. But we do have a lot of maps and we are streaming on Twitch. So you can always check us out there. We're going to be restreaming on YouTube. So if you're wanting to go ahead and see us and see some of the, the maps, you can check us out there. I will be posting images. I, it's now. not worth it. I, I'll just tell you right now, there's no advantage to seeing us. Well, I, I do want to say the advantage of listening is that 
the audio for the podcast is far more edited. The uh, the audio for the stream is just raw. So okay, that's good to know. If you if you are watching us, you're gonna kind of get a little rougher cut, a little more natural noises and things, both and visually, visually and, and or otherwise. <laughs> that for those of you enjoying, I'm this, just speaking for myself. Okay, in your I car, speak for others. We'll do our best to kind of cut that out and give you a, a more pure experience. And <laughs> if you have made it to episode three, I do apologize. We did have a pretty major technical difficulty with episodes one and two, which borked our audio and we had a major imbalance that I was not able to correct. Cause I don't know if we've mentioned our audio guy also stepped away. So guess who's taking, taking that role over too. It's been a fun couple months. Learning curve. Yeah. Lots of learning, lots of new applications. So. So, so as per usual, Triss is ready to get going. I appreciate that. We left off, as Alar said, you're now standing on the side of the massive Copaco compound, a brilliant white wall, very castle-like in nature with a rampart at the top and towers. And you can see there are patrolling kobolds up there uh, looking about, and there is one sort of eyeing you down in the alley that you're standing in. It would be ominous if it weren't kobold. Triss will wave. <laughs> They're, they're, they aren't looking threatening, but they are, I mean, you are standing with one of their kobold uh, engineers. You are in a well-lit alley. Just to point it out, there are lamp posts lining this alley. So the place is well illuminated. You do see all these various wires running from the compound throughout the city. You can assume that in general, the place is well lit and it appears to be well lit by these magical lamps. Uh, and there are just hundreds upon hundreds of them. So I will not describe them further unless you inquire. Well, I need my beauty rest. It has been a long day. I suggest we find our new abode. Oh yes, oh yes, here. Uh, here's the keys, this is to your room. Uh, we will go and uh, uh, let's go and take a walk there. I can point the building out, but I've got to get going. What is the name of the place? Does it have a name? I thought it had uh, a name. Uh, it is the Augury. The Augury. Augury, okay. That's a fun name. So you begin to stroll after Sila down this wide avenue. Several large buildings are off to the right, and you can see directly ahead is what she has mentioned to be the promenade, which is a um, perpendicular strip of parkland that stretches to the left, far in front of the Copaco compound, and far to the right. It's basically a wide expanse of thick spongy moss with trees growing out of it. You can see that obviously this is uh, like, a, like dirt and moss on it and there's trees and then there is a wide canal flowing through and there's also a bridge there. Oh, I see it. Yeah, you guys can zoom around on your roll 20. Who's controlling our, uh, our map? Is that you, Don? I will be controlling the map today. Okay. Yes. So surprisingly city-like just swapping cobblestones for moss. Pretty much. I mean, okay. so there there are some cobblestoned areas, which is a little bit different. And I have marked some of those specifically. So there, it looks like there is a, like a road area that you can walk. walk okay. On. So that is actual cobblestone on the map. That is actual okay. cobblestone, but it's like cobblestone obviously laid flat on, on cavern floor. So it's, yeah, it, it, it feels very city-like. There's no question about it. Okay. Are there like carts being pulled? I know that there was a cart for food, but is there like an animal that's pulling carts or is there some kind of... Well, yes, there are not a lot of carts. There, there are some. It's not like a crowded thoroughfare with hundreds of carts going about. It's mostly foot traffic interspersed with some carts. You get a sense that this is must be like late in the day. I mean, for you guys, it is very late in the day. You've had a really, really long day. 
Uh, for those of you, re- you know, maybe going back to the end of season two, it's it's been a very long day, and you guys are exhausted. But yeah, there's uh, there's people clearly getting off from work, you know, you know, milling about, or perhaps heading home or headed to the bars. How much farther to the augury? So she, yeah, she walks you to the edge of this canal. And by the way, if you are looking at this, this scale of the map you're seeing is the city level scale. It these are uh, twenty foot squares. Okay, so she is not a uh, huge cobalt. Twenty foot <laughs> cobalt. She's not a giant cobalt. She's not a giant cobalt. Okay, just checking. Very intimidating. Yes. So she points across the bridge at a large three-story graystone structure. Is the water actually flowing in the canal? It is flowing. Wow, that's cool. And it's, I mean, it's not like a rapid river, but it's definitely, there's some uh, flow to it. And the water looks pretty clean. Hmm. So she gestures across with a promenade to the structure and says, that's the augury over there. Um, you'll find your room up on the third floor. Yeah, there's the keys and feel free to go get settled in. I will check back on you guys. I've really got to get home though. Thank you, Sila. You have been of great assistance to us, and I will honor your contribution to our heroics in song. Well, I I appreciate that, and uh, perhaps I can get a sitter for tomorrow night and uh, come come watch you play. Indeed. Mm. She has little ones. All right, I cross. I'm ready. I want to go. So she uh, waves. You should check for traps first. <laughs> we make our way to the augury. All right, you do so. So you uh, you cross over the stone bridge, admiring the promenade and the people going about their business, and begin walking up to the entryway of the augury. You're changing our map. I mm-hmm. just changed your map. Yes, it's never a good sign. Ah. Okay, so we're walking along, and what do we see? We see the front door. The front door. So you go walking up to the stone building. There is basically a large mossy patch on either side of this a well manicured walkway. You can see a wooden cart uh, on the lawn and up next to the sides of the building, there is a patch of mushrooms that look obviously like they've been planted like a mushroom garden. A burly man is kneeling in the loam. He's got a little hand trowel and he seems to be kind of working and tending to the mushrooms. He doesn't look like your typical gardener though. He's uh, muscular, bearded, and his, his hair is pulled back in a red bandana. And he looks back at you with his big weathered face and just kind of eyes you warily as you uh, come walking up. I, I come walking up. Hello. Mm. Okay. Mm. Back at you. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be the conversationalist, but uh, the, the there's a large set of uh, double doors there leading inside. And you can see some more figures inside of a well-lit hallway lined with red carpets. Ah, finally. I've been waiting for the red carpets. You notice that the building is is well cared for, but at the same time is very aged. Uh, cracks line the walls. Everything looks a bit worn, but somebody's taking care of it. So Just like all of us. Just like all of you. <laughs> in character and out. And out. More out than in. <laughs> Well cared for, but a little, a little faded, a little cracked. Try. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you proceed inside. Yes. Yes. Right. Here you we st- go. Oh, you no, step no. into the Bye. the well lit hallway. There are two figures there. Uh, one kind of an older woman, uh, dark skinned, also well cared for, just kind of <laughs> dressed simply. Uh, with her hair kind of pulled back. And there's a younger dark-skinned man who is actually painting 
part of a wall. It looks like he's doing a touch-up. And he's got a small can of paint there. Aside from the slightly worn red carpets, you notice there uh, the hall is lined with some large, actual framed works of art. The, uh, the man kind of glances over at you and pauses in his painting, and the woman stops and turns and stares as the three of you step into her lobby. Hello. Hello, we are looking for the stairs. <laughs> I see, are you guests? Uh, yes, I believe he, and I gesture to Alar, has the key. And I will bow low with a, a flourish and say, good day. We are the newest residents of this establishment. To whom might we have the honor of speaking? Mm, she looks you over carefully. Ah, I am Helen Prophet. I am the building manager. Ah, well, it is fortuitous that we have encountered you. Would you kindly direct us to the stairs so that we may ascend to our domicile? She gestures back and to what will be your right. Uh, take the right stairs. The other ones have some fresh paint halfway up. What, uh, she kind of eyes, are you holding out the keys? It has a little keychain on it with the Copico symbol. No. Nope. All right. I was not aware of any guests coming. Are you, you must be uh, from Copico? Indeed we are. Mm. Well, keep in mind, this is not a hotel. This is a place of residence, and I expect to uh, you to be respectful of the other people who live here full time. Do you know how long you'll be staying? Indefinitely. That we cannot say. Indefinitely. Hmm. Guests of the chairman, I see. Well, if there's anything I can do, try not to ask. Is she kind of gives you a half smile. You think that was a poor attempt at a joke? Hmm. I'm going to yawn quite loudly. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not, you're not, you're not, you're not barring. It, I'm just tired. Uh, she kind of turns, you notice that she has like a few kind of scars on her face. Just little like slices. Other than that, Tris, I would say Tris, make an insight check. Um, so, oh, 17. That's pretty good. <laughs> With your uh, keen senses as a fellow fighter, you just notice that the way that she moves and carries herself and the way she steps aside, she just has that look of someone who is always on balance always aware and uh, you you think that she knows her way she just has a look of someone who knows how to fight do i see any evidence of weapons on her mm -mm. just you have that sense in my mind whenever you see people who are trained it's just the way they carry themselves maintain their balance the way they shift uh, never no, that's fine yeah. i just you know i have weapons on me so i'm just seeing where the uh, advantage lies <laughs> and that's perfectly fair she doesn't seem threatening in the least but you think that you just that's just a piece of information i wanted to give you i see threats everywhere as well you should all right so shall we indeed I, we will I, take I, your leave yeah i nod my head at the um painter fellow as we pass mm, he gives you a wide toothy grin then i will smile back with my pointed canines okay step up into the main hallway there and you can see on the map and it's basically uh two intersecting halls all lined with the long rugs and at the end of each hall is a staircase leading up the one to the left if you were to glance you can see has been cordoned off with some rope okay you said to your to, to your to your right the other one we're going the correct yeah, way. you're going the correct way okay i'm assuming since you're looking around for threats you would just notice at the other end of the hall there's a staircase that is blocked yes off. okay all right. all right well as delightful as this hallway is i am ascending to our domicile yes up we go. All right. So I'm going to switch maps yet again. Because... Although, are there any doors in the, off this hallway? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah. Tons of doors. Looks like there was okay. doors. The whole hall is lined with doors. Okay. All right. So you begin climbing the stairs. Yeah. So you didn't see any belts in the hall, but you hear noises behind the doors. 
it sounds like people talking, there's uh, smells of cooking food. So you get the sense that people are here, they're home and have, are getting settled in for the night. That sounds like what we should be doing. Let's go. Yeah, I'm dragging my backpack at this point. Aww. All right, so I'm going to switch maps one more time. So this was, that was the, fl the first floor map. Okay. And now you're going to go to the third floor map. Okay. All right. Not sure why we need a map to walk to our bedroom. Check for traps. You should always check for traps. All right. So guys, can you see the uh, see your map there? Yes. All right. I'm getting hangry at this point. No, we just ate. Did we? Well, no, we I'm had the chow burgers. Yeah, we had the chow burgers. It was a, a, it was a it was a late lunch. Yeah, I'm a 16 year old. I'm I'm hungry. Uh. <laughs> okay. So you uh, you climb the stairs make it to the top and proceed down uh, the hallway looking for your now room. i will pull out the keys and look for the door that, that matches mm -hmm. yeah the doors are lettered as you just kind of walk down the hall it actually is at the opposite end okay so the other stairs would have been better for you you see as you uh, walk down the hall that there's a small child playing about halfway down next to an open door she looks like she's probably eight or nine with a shock of red hair and, and pointed ears and a uh, sort of bluish tail poking out from the back of her, of her pants or coming up out of her shirt a tail okay all right so your room is you're gathering at the end of the hall down there all right okay so tris you go walking by so you see this child she's kind of sitting there and it looks like she's playing with maybe like small toys like jacks you do notice as you get close that one of them seems to be levitating slightly above the palm of her hand and she looks at you and smiles uh just a little warily she's got little pointed canines also hello child what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Who are you? If it wasn't immediately obvious, you could tell that she is a tiefling also. Yes, I could tell. That's why I bothered to talk to her. <laughs> so loving and tender. Uh, so she kind of scoots over next to Please the Please come to Triss's daycare for young tieflings <laughs> and other such things. <laughs> the home to wayward children. <laughs> I am Triss, and I smile again, wearing ah. my canines. Uh, I am Matilda. Do you live here? Yes, I, I do. And then you hear a man call it back. Uh, Matilda, quit quit bothering the other guests. And she's like, oh, sorry. Uh, no, you're not bothering me. I, I asked you a question. All right, we are going to go and sleep now. So be mm. be quiet with your play and we will see you later. <laughs> you, you, see a, you see a man come from the, the small apartment behind her. He probably looks like he's in his 40s. He's human. Just looks, looks a little, little haggard, but decently dressed. He kind of nods and smiles to you. Uh, come inside, Matilda. It's time to eat. And uh, she looks back and kind of waves at you and gathers her jacks up and goes inside their apartment. All right. Okay. Is this our door? Yeah, you actually, you have there two. Uh, well, oh, all right. you actually have two keys, one labeled F and one labeled G. And they seem to go correspond to two separate doors. Here, Tris, I will give you G. All right, which one is door G? I go in that door. And no, I don't check for traps. I'm just going in. And I will open F. It's the last door on the right uh, before the stairs. All right, so you uh, open the And room. I will strum a melody in the key of F. <laughs> Very nice. All right, so the two of you open the respective doors and yes. you step in on either side of a shared kitchen. It's a very small kitchen. Well, that's only because your ponds look large. So these are five foot squares, obviously, so. The fact we're living in a place with a kitchen, though. Yeah, so you, you open up, open this, and so this is a uh, is a small 
clean apartment. Uh, it actually has wood floors, plainly adorned walls. There's a few pieces of art around. You did notice, actually, I should have pointed that out, on either door right above the, the letters was a small uh, Copaco emblem. Okay. So you, you know that these are the Copaco suites. So you, you step inside. Yeah, there's a simple kitchen, and you can kind of start exploring your room if you want. Rokos, a... there may be food. You should go eat. Yeah, I'll, I'll look around. I look to my right and tell, you know, poke at Alar and point at what looks like uh, a place to bathe. I'm sure it's just toilets, but it looks like a place to bathe. Yeah, actually, so for clarity, that toilet area, the door to that is in the Oh, main hall. I thought that was a door from the other one. Yeah. We don't it, get it our own. So, yeah. so there's a door to some uh, shared communal toilets out there in the hall. But then there, so Trace will move from room to room and just investigate all of them looking for any threats. All right, fair enough. So there are four bedrooms, a dining area, a very small toilet area, and the kitchen. Uh, Each of the rooms is- Set my pack down and go sleep. (laughs) I'm going to pick this room here. No, no, I already took that room, Brokos. You just said you were, you didn't, you didn't call out what room you were taking. (laughs) But I already took it. I, I claimed it <laughs> with my butt okay, on the well. bed. <laughs> I'm just going to go into this room here then. I'm just happy I have my own bed in my own room. Yeah. Yeah. So there, each of the rooms has some basic basic furnishments. There's a pretty simple bed. A couple of them have desks. The one that Alar stepped in actually has a pair of cushy chairs on a rug. So this is this is a pretty nice place compared to everything you've been to so far. Does my door lock? It does. I mean, you don't think it would hold any serious trouble out. It's a basic wooden door with a simple lock. Who'd have thunk it that the underdark would be nicer? Yeah. And more welcoming. And much more welcoming. And we get paid. Yeah. So Tris will close and lock the door, and then if, the, if she can move that chest in front of it, or chest of drawers, she wow. will. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm then, not going to lock the door. I'm just going to head sleep. Yeah. Yep. Well, did you want to, I mean, you can root around in the kitchen if you want. I mean, there, there, there is Too tired. actually a little bit of food stuffs in there, so you can okay. you get around there. I'd like to get past the quotidian stuff and onto the adventure here. What? This is the adventure. This is like the stay at the Lakeisha This is walking up to our apartment, Don. Come on. <laughs> All right, Sims. so That's we go to sleep. Here. <laughs> we go to sleep. As you wish. All right, you get settled in and start to go to sleep. I can't get on my bed. <laughs> oh, no. Theater of the you... mind. Theater of the mind. Chris, theater of the mind. Oh, mine, I fit perfectly. So snug. Snug as a badger in the bed. All right. So the evening begins to pass and uh, you're just getting, if you're able to get to sleep, you're just starting to get drift off when you are awakened to some loud pounding out in the hall, not on your door, but definitely out in the hall. Then there's some loud voices going on. So your sleep is interrupted. All right, fine. I grab my sword. I move the chest away from the door and I go out to see who is disturbing my rest. I will quietly tuck behind her shoulder there. You know, well, yeah, by the time you kind of get your clothes back on and grab your gear. I did not take my clothes off. Do not start doing things to me. <laughs> All right, your armor. All right, I feel that is okay. <laughs> Unless you want to not put your armor on. Yeah, you hear uh, you hear man shouting, Parsons, Parsons, I know you're in there. It's time to pay up. And then uh, the the door open and the other man who uh, you spoke to earlier, the father of the girl says, what, 
what do you want? I've, I've already paid my taxes. And the other man says, no, it's time to pay again, Parsons. You paid the wrong people. And, and then they, they begin to kind of argue uh, between the two of them. And so by that point, you're probably peeking out. And you see, yeah, you see four people standing in the hall, um, all of them armed. And one of them is standing in front of the door, is at this point kind of grasping on to that guy's like uh, shirt and saying, we came by and you weren't at the store and it's time to pay. The Crips are taking over this town, this district. I don't care who you paid before. Pay up, Parsons. He's like, no, no, I, I can't afford more more taxes. And at that point, you notice that three of those three guys, they're all, they're all human. The woman who's actually standing off to the side, she seems to be the one sort of directing this thing, but it's uh, one of the guys, uh, the ruffians that's holding on to him. And he looks back and she nods and then he, started, then he just clocks, uh, clocks Parsons in the face. He's like, we're not playing around, Parsons. Time to pay up. All right, so I am done and I say, I'm trying to sleep here. Who are you? This is not where you live. Get out. They pause in their antics there, kind of look at you. The woman says, this is none of your business. Go back inside. No, when you wake me up, it becomes my business. Get out. We're tax collectors. No, you're not. You're thieves. Get out. The three guys look at each other and she kind of like, this is your last warning. You know we want to hurt you anyway, so get back inside. So I bare my teeth and I say, no, this is your last warning. Get out. All right. Then uh, she she points and says, Weasel, take care of that trollop. 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 Uh-oh. Trollop. Them's fighting Trollop words. all over your face. Are they fighting words? Do. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, they are, they're all holding, well, at least the two of them are holding clubs. And they brandish them and look like they're about to come use them on you. So I think we need to roll initiative. Yeah. Okay. I think we do. What is my initiative? I always forget. There it is. I got a 15. I'm not seeing myself in the turn order yet, Don. All right. All right. Do I need to re-add you? Yes, because we are not on there. I am ready. I have my initiative. All right. It's because we kept changing. There we go. There. All right. Can everybody see themselves on the initiative? Nope. I'm there. I see myself. can see myself, but I can't edit my initiative. Ah, because you are new. Mm-hmm. I suspected. Newbie. Let's give you some control. There you go. Ready to go. Cool. Does that work? Can you move your pawn, Dagmar? Uh, let me try. Looks like I can move it, yep. Okay, cool. All right, then. I will open door F, shirtless and armorless, and with amazing bed hair. <laughs> I like it. I do have my rapier, though, and my loot. <laughs> shirtless, but never lootless. Never lootless. You never know when it might come in handy. All right. Well, the uh, ruffians apparently were spoiling for a fight and got to get the jump on you because uh, it looks like they beat everybody's initiative. So the one uh, named Weasel is going to step up with his club and attempt to take care of this trollop who's getting in his way. Trollop? So rude, Don. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, that's your, uh, what's your AC there? Tristine. 16. 16. That is actually not going to hit you. Darn it. Okay. So he takes a swing, just misses you as you- uh, I deftly move aside. Okay, so Alar, shirtless and amazing, you open the door, stand there and- uh, And my well-muscled chest with the chest hair that looks like an eagle with wings outspread. Oh. Yeah, you haven't seen this yet, Tris, (laughs) yeah. Your your hair sort of flies back as you you, you deftly (laughs) dodge uh, the thugs 
club as he tries to brain you when you open the door and okay. he, uh, he misses. Other two are going to move up. It is slightly crowded, but Bryce is going to step up here and he's pulled out a short sword. Looks like he's a little, little more serious about this and he's going to take a slash at Triss. Also going to miss while the woman is going to stand, kind of stand back and watch what goes on. So Triss, mm-hmm. what do you have to say about that? I'm going to... Downright uh, rude. Stab. What's his name? Weasel? Weasel. Yeah. Weasel's going to be stabbed. Yes, he is. Well, I'm assuming. Um, That's a 19. Yeah, that's going to be a stab. Okay. That is six damage. Oof. All right. You take a big gash out of him. He staggers back. He's looking none too happy for that. All right. And then I stab him again. Right, because you can do that twice. Um... All right, so apparently it's been a really long time. Um, crit is just a 20? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. then never mind. Uh, but that's a 25 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, yes! And that's nine damage. Oof. So Weasel actually is going to go down. Just yes! like that. <laughs> Two oh. quick hits, and he's on the ground and unconscious and bleeding. So they were not expecting such stalwart resistance. Alar. I will strum my lute and cast my crown of adulation upon this thug before me. Roll me a wisdom save. He does not save. Okay. You're mine now, buddy. That's going to be annoying. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> annoying. All right. He's basically under your control. He gets to make a melee attack as I direct. All right. On his turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brokos. I'm going to roll my sleepy eyes. I'm in this predicament. Step out here. I'm going to, right here, I get a new spell and I love it. I'm going to cast Conjure Animals. And I'm going to cast right here a cave bear. A large animal. Is that a little overkill here, Brokos? It feels I am so tired right now. Okay. You have no idea how I don't play. That might be just a bit much for the situation, but oh well, I just like the idea of and it gets to roll its own initiative, so I'll I'll roll that. And it's large? Yeah, oh yeah, it's large. Oh my god. Okay. What the heck? So with a roar, roar, (laughs) this giant cave bear appears. Oh and gosh. as a, uh, you know, and I'm just going to sit there and just smile. That's it. Uh, <laughs> the cave bear got an 18 initiative for next round. So Okay. Doesn't it just act on your turn? Nope. It gets its own initiative. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can make more, but this is this is just for starters. This is just a little. We're just going to start this little brawl with a cave bear. <laughs> yeah, it just roars and it opens its big mouth. Okay. And yeah, it's not That's pretty. not going to traumatize the little tiefling girl at all. No. Mm-hmm. You know, we all live through trauma. That's how you deal with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, uh, so Dagmar, you were also awakened. Uh, I mean, you, you heard the okay. commotion earlier. You heard the newcomers kind of making the way down the hall and all that. Uh, but you, you, you've settled in for the night and enjoying your little place. And then suddenly there's a lot of uh, commotion and yelling and things have gotten out of hand. And then now it sounds like a giant animal has appeared in the hall. It might be worth checking out to see what the new neighbors are up to. Yeah, yeah. I think I would like to do my bonus action for stealth or for to hide. Because... <laughs> Uh, so let me roll that up quick. Here. He summoned a bear. Okay. The bear is a very good an- analogy of how I feel right now. Yeah. Being awoken. 
think like, that's I was fair. just about going to sleep. Poking a sleeping bear. And I was rudely awakened. So I got a 16 uh, for stealth. And then I would like to open my door, take a look, and see what's going on. Bear yeah. butt. <laughs> He's yeah. full of bear butt. Yeah, your your stealth is pretty easy because there's a lot of cover there. <laughs> so somehow a giant bear has managed to make its way into the hall. I think I will then shut my door. <laughs> and uh, and that think... was Dagmar. <laughs> yeah. And we will let that uh, act sort itself out. <laughs> I will. I will come by later. <laughs> Bring the welcome basket once yeah. it's settled down. Yeah. Okay. It it's gonna be their turn then. Uh, we've got. Uh, let's just let's just start with uh, let's start with the guy that's under Alar's control. What do you want him to do? Well, he's gonna move five feet up and then uh, attack his his leader. Okay. So he just sort of steps up and is gonna take a swipe at swipe with the woman there. Okay. I only rolled a four. All right. She she definitely dodges that. And she's gonna she's appraising the situation for the moment. So the other guy who just watched his friend get downed doesn't realize his other friend is out of out of commission because he's face to face with a bad. Well, you don't always look like a badger. I just your pawn always makes me think that uh, Brokos interest. So he is going to try to uh, knock Brokos out as quickly as he can. Oh, they are just rolling terrible. So that's going to be a uh, eleven to hit you, which I assume does not. not. You said not a hit, right? No, 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 yeah, not a hit. Okay. Then the uh, the woman is actually going to do a disengage because this does not look good. So she's going to kind of step around. So she's disengaging from the bear, Ooh. but she stays adjacent to, to uh, the other guy trig the whole time. So that does not provoke anything. So she's just going to maneuver around and she pulls out a short sword and it's going to stop and still kind of assess the situation. So I believe it is now the oh, bear's turn. Uh, my guy gets a, a, a saving throw again at the end of his turn. Oh, for oh, wisdom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that is going to be mm-hmm. so that was an eleven. Nope. Yeah, I did not think so. All right. Poor, poor Drag. I can see how this is gonna go. We're gonna have to up the ante quickly. Hush. All right. Bear. So the cave bear takes a five foot step up and the guy who's entranced is he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's wearing golden <laughs> laurels on his head. And he's gonna make two attacks here. Oh. On my guy? No, yeah, and your guy. Sorry. Oh, just the way. Yeah, she wisely put him between her <laughs> and the bear. <laughs> so that's a fifteen. Mm, yes, that's gonna be a hit. And that does nine piercing damage on the first oh. attack. Oh, okay. And then it gets a claw attack here, and that's a twenty-two to hit. Okay. And takes ten slashing damage. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. And okay, so as a free action, grrr. he's eviscerated. Yeah. yeah. So he... he just goes for the neck. <laughs> He is immediately just double slashed down to the ground and is unconscious and dying as the bear's mauling him. Blood is getting all over the carpet. I would like to make a plea that maybe he perhaps steps on the body and because he's not done with his movement and steps another five foot step. So the bear just like, and then just like steps. You hear ribs crunch as he steps on him. I think that's his turn. Uh, All right. You hear uh, the, the, the guy who's getting roughed up, sort of shriek, and he slams his door. Because <laughs> things have gotten out of hand here. Okay, well, Triss, the, there's one thug in front of you directly, and then there's the, the woman who's standing in the middle holding the, the short sword. 
so I Tris spares a momentary thought that now that we're in a civilized place, maybe killing people just is not the best plan, but stuff happens. Stuff yeah. happens. So that is that is a 22. That is a hit. So and I'm the guy I'm, that I'm not moving. I'm just going to hit that guy that's right next to us oh, for four damage. Okay. And then my second one, same thing. Oh, 15. That is a hit. Okay. Aha, and there's the max damage, nine. Okay, he does not quite go down. Bryce is a little tougher. But he hurts. He looks looks like he's regretting many life choices today. To be fair, they attacked us first. They did. Mm -hmm. They did. No, it's fine. Okay, Uh, then Alar. Well, I got a face full of bear at this point, so I'm going to close the door. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm going to trust my friends to sort it out, and I'm going to go back to bed grumbling about Brokos (laughs) and how I need to talk to him tomorrow morning. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) Brokos, there's still a... uh... He's heavily wounded, man, in front Broke, of you. Brokos yeah. has got it, so, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, in myself, I'm just going to turn into my little primal savage tree and get my fingernails and teeth sharp, and I'm going to attack him, the one in front of me here. So that is going to be a, well, I don't think 12 is going to hit, a 14. 14 does not hit him. All right, that's my turn. Okay, then we are back to Dagmar. <laughs> Uh, I will. I would like to take another moment to hide and open the door. Uh, so that hide will be as a bonus action. That's a twenty-five. Okay. And uh, I'd like to crack the door open and take a look at the carnage. I mean, you're seeing a bear, obviously, which is definitely out of place. You can see what's happening. So I thought they might be a little, uh, a little more challenged, but you know, when there's a cave bear, what do you do? Right. Uh, I will take a five-foot step out of my apartment. Let me move myself. I think and we're going to call that the furry fireball from now on. <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll just lean against the wall with my arms crossed and just kind of wait it out. <laughs> that's fair. That's a, that's a fair choice. Okay, then we are going to be back to these guys. So uh, the beaten down man who, I mean, he, he had a smug look before that's definitely even wiped away on his from his face he's i think he's gonna surrender hmm. so he he just like he's just gonna drop his weapon and like whoa whoa i i i didn't mean any harm i surrender and he will stand there realizing that he is hopelessly beaten the the woman is going to scowl at that but she's in a she's in a tough bind between this bear and all of you so she is actually going to charge at you tris and to try to shove you out of the way are the stairs right behind tris or is that they are yeah okay so she provokes an attack of opportunity <clears throat> from the cave bear or is yes. she disengaging well, she's not disengaging so yeah the bear will oh. get to take a take a swipe at her okay we all make bad mistakes we do. we'll see if this attack Oh, that's only an eight. All right. Wish. All right. So, uh, yeah, she leaps forward and is going to try to uh, shove you out of the way. And that is going to be basically it can go against your acrobatics or I believe. Or athletics. Or athletics. Yeah. Yep. So which whichever you want to, you want to do. Okay. And so I roll. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's not trying to grapple you. She's trying yeah, to Yeah, she's you. not going to make it. I can tell you what I got. Okay. Give me one second to grab her total here. 
Okay, so she got a 19. Nope, I got a 24. Oof. Okay, so she tries to shove you out of the way, and you can tell that she, you know, she's not probably maybe quite as buff as you are, but they, she's wiry and very strong for her size. A little bit shorter, but she, yeah, she hits you and you rebuff her. She scowls at you, and that is going to be that's going to be her turn, and then it's then it's the bear's turn. Bear. Well, I figured that they ran away, so I've watched it all. I get to command him, so I'm going to have him take a five foot step up and go and command him to lick the face of this one here, <laughs> the one who surrendered. Wow. Okay. So this it's huge bear. bloodied face, by the way. It's you know. Yeah, because yeah, it's just been mauling people. Okay, so he whimpers appropriately and will kind of drop to his knees. And you, the woman just looks at him with utter disdain. All right, Tris, what are you going to do? I'm going to snarl at this woman and I'm going to say, the crypts can go hang. This is troubadour territory now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nice. And that is, I, I can math. That is a 23. That is a hit. Okay, are we really wanting to incite a gang war with us being the newest gang in town? If, well, if well, she started somewhere. We she did. <laughs> well, we could, we could hide the bodies, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. That's, you know. But uh, that's only five damage. Okay. And then do I, can I say something else before I, my second hit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a question. What weapon are you attacking her with? The scimitar of the black heart. Okay. You note that 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 didn't see like you definitely hit her and sliced across her body, but it did not open up a wound. I just want to remind you, uh, Tris, that you are rolling with advantage because your ally oh. is flanking. All right. Nope. I forgot. Okay. Sorry. Yes, so my animals happen. are allies. Okay. Um. Did it? Did it seem like it did any damage to her? No. Mm. Okay. All right, well, I'm still going to... Can I say something or no? Oh, yeah. All right. Drop your weapon. And with advantage, that's an 18. No, 19. To, you're attacking her again? I'm attacking her again. Okay. That hits. So that's a five again. Okay. Again, another slice across her arm, which should have been a pretty healthy wound. And uh, she remains unscathed. Gives you a very wicked little smile. Alar, so you've uh, you wandered back to bed. And uh, you're like, getting a little... Cushy shoes back off and settling in. Is that what's happening? I'm playing myself a little lullaby to try to soothe myself back to sleep. Fair enough. It's a lovely little tune. All right, Brokos. And to drown out the screams. I will uh, notice of Tris, since Triss is still attacking, I'll, uh, I'll attack her. And uh, same thing with primal, well, primal savagery here. So you're like with your claws? Yep. Ooh, that was close to a natty 20. Uh, 16. That is a hit. And she has to do a, a save for poisoning. Uh, it's nine points of damage, and I need you to do a, I think, constitution saving throw here. All right, but that is, that's slashing, right? Uh, yes, that's slashing. Okay, so that doesn't do any damage to her. You rake viciously across her body, you know, no doubt tearing at her clothing and uh, her light leather armor. And uh, you can see you hit and you cut, but you did not wound her. Does she, she still have, I'm trying to poison her though. So she has still, I mean, if I hit, she still has to do a, a cut. Well, I, She's still taking the poison, right? But you didn't actually cut her skin. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. She seems to be impervious for some reason to your attack. All right. Uh, then uh, Dagmar. I'm sorry. That was acid damage. Make a melee spell attack against one creature with five feet on a hit. The target takes 1d10 acid damage. 
actually 2d10. Okay, so that's so that's your primal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Primal savagery, I'm sorry, is acid damage, not slashing. My bad. A okay. It's acid damage, yeah. Acid on a hit, on a hit the target, okay. then it has to make uh, a... Uh, it doesn't say it says it's acid. I think it was just, I have to... It just has to make an acid. It's just saying what kind of... I misunderstood the little kind of damage it took. So it's just acid damage. No save for poisoning. Okay. Uh, sorry, you said... And you said nine. Nine. Okay. Well, sorry about that. Okay. Then that does work. And... That does not make her happy. All right. All right. Uh, then then we are at Dagmar. So I imagine that the hallway is still pretty full of bear. And um, so I'll probably, is is there any room for me to kind of squeeze in past the bear to get to Jarrett's door? Sure. Yeah. You it's could, technically um, an ally if you're our ally. So that's. Uh... Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, what what makes you an ally, even though you, you're obviously right. not a hostile combatant so yeah you could i'll say you could squeeze behind the bear and into the door okay i will do that but you barely make it oh <laughs> oh that's you're canceled, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't culture cancel bro all right and i'll you're throw... asleep you didn't hear that don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> sorry dagmar go ahead no that's all right i'll throw open the door and kind of shut it behind me and uh, just kind of take stock and make sure everybody is okay. Okay. Yeah. He, I mean, so you see him in his room, the, her, his daughter's back behind him and uh, he's just got a, like a small sap that he has that he probably doesn't even know how to use. And he's just looking very fearful. So when you step in, he obviously recognizes you. You, get, you guys have had conversations before. I mean, you know, his daughter and I wouldn't say, I don't know. I'll let you qualify that. I don't know that you're necessarily friends, but he knows you're his neighbor. So, so, but he definitely looks even more fearful as you kind of step in and he's like, what's, what's happening. Uh, and can I talk back with him on mm -hmm. my turn then? Yeah. Not sure, Jarrett, but let's just stay here. <laughs> and, right. uh, I would like to ready in action that if the two uh, brigands try to get in, I'd like to attack them. Okay, that sounds good. Okay. All right, we are back to Cave Bear. No, they get. No, they're going. Oh no, it is. It is. Yeah. We're back. You're right. We're back to. The I mean, if they're just paralyzed yeah. with fear, that's okay too. It works. All right, so yeah, the one getting licked by the bear is just paralyzed with fear. The other one, she wants to get by you, so. She's going to try again. She's going to try to shove you aside to run by. So that is going to be not. Oh, I was going to say she might make it this time. Mm. Well, what'd you get? 15. No. Oh. Okay. So she uh, uses her first action to try to shove by you. That doesn't work as you, you just bash your back. So then uh, falling back on, on the other option, she's going to use a second attack to stab at you. So if she can't push past you, I guess she's going to have to cut past you. And that will be a 14 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Then we're at the cave bear. Okay. Well, he's going to, to bite her. It's a 15 to hit, which I'm guessing is a miss. Um, and I, okay. Her. her the, the yeah, actually, 15 hits her. Okay. Yeah. That's seven piercing damage. So whether okay. it makes an attack. And then a 22 to hit with the claws, it's 13 slashing damage. Okay, so it, it is it, it's hitting her, and she's taking right. the taking the blows, but she's not taking any damage from the bear. Hmm. All right, Triss, you so, can see the woman wants to get away. Well, I'm not going to let her just get away. All right, I've already told her she can drop her weapon, and then we can talk. I mean, obviously, we're not continuing to beat on the guy that already gave in, right? That that seems what you're doing so far, yeah. She's just stubborn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she doesn't look like that. She probably wants to be uh, interrogated. 
Well, then I am going to use my bonus action to cast Branding Smite. And what does that do? Um, <laughs> Not uh, good, Bob. On a hit, then I add Radiant Damage. There you go. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going, to, I'm going to try and hit her, which is uh, 23. That's a hit. So it does eight damage, which I'm assuming is not going to do anything. And then it is 2d6 radiant damage. Oof, okay. And that's seven. Okay, that that definitely hurt her. So that has just changed the playing field. So she's looking grimly determined now. Alar, you keep strumming your tune. He's sleeping. Yeah, he's... I'm Broco, trying to. Innocent. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Brokos, you want to do something? Do something? Tris yeah, is I'm, screaming I'm out the hallway. I'm going to have you do a uh, wisdom saving throw. Uh, the, on the woman? Yes, please. All right. That is going to be a 12. She is held. She's paralyzed. Oh, my God. Rough. That's rough. Okay. Yeah, I am rolling terrible. I think we're going to have to switch dice out. You can keep what you got there. All right. So she's held. Dagmar, you got to maintain your position? Uh, it, yes. It has gotten... Yep. Well, I guess it's not quieter because the bear is still just making mauling noises out there. By the way, no, no, no. He's dismissed. As soon as I cast hold person, okay. he's dismissed because okay. I've moved. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I moved my concentration spell. So, so poof, he disappears yep. in a puff of bear smoke. Bear smoke. Bear smoke. Okay. Then she's held. Then we're back to Dagmar. So it, it has suddenly gotten quieter in the hall. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I will open the door again. Uh, I'd like to take again my bonus action to hide just because I can. So we're at 22 for that. All right. So you very discreetly peek out the door. You see the bear is gone. There's a few bodies. Yeah, you can assess the situation. One guy kneeling and then the, the woman is standing there rigid. Okay. I will, uh, emboldened by the fact that the bear is gone, <laughs> I will stride <laughs> out and I will head right behind the woman and kind of look at Brokros and Triss kind of warily. Uh, but other than that, I take no action. All right. So you guys, uh, you want to describe what Dagmar looks like now that they're seeing you? Sure. Yeah. So uh, he's fairly short, um, five foot six, five foot seven. And he's got a pretty weathered skin uh, just from a lifetime of being outdoors, although outdoors in a cave. And probably the biggest focal point, it'd be a pretty garish scar uh, down his whole neck. So it looked like his throat at one point had been cut and that had healed uh, a little bit. Uh, but he's probably mid-20s. He's bald and uh, he carries himself with quite a bit of, of stealth and dexterity. And he's human. a human. Uh, he is a human. Yeah, I guess I should cover that too. Uh, yeah, he is a human. So refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. I know. I didn't realize that I would be the odd one out. <laughs> All right. So you've stepped up. Uh, Tristan Brokos, you can kind of assess this newcomer. It doesn't look like he's with the others. So they, so the one guy, now that he's not getting licked by the bear, is just going to, you know what? He, yeah, he knows when he's beaten. So he's just going to stay there. And then obviously she's immobilized. Does she get a save or is that just your concentration? Uh, yes, she gets a save. She gets to try to break out of it at the end of her turn. Okay, and actually, she so she is definitely struggling, and that's a strength check, right? Nope, wisdom. Oh, okay, so that's a seventeen. That makes it all right. So she spends the round, and then whoa, she breaks free at the end of her round. Doesn't get to do anything else. So then we are back to Triss. All right, so I Triss now feels like okay, I'm not going to be able to. Oh, sorry, I almost said something rude. I'm not going to be able to cut this person. 
<laughs> so instead, I will try my firebolt. Oh, although you are adjacent to her, so you'd be at disadvantage for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it. I, I mean, I don't. I don't really have a better option right now. Yeah, do it up. I'll tell her to. I'm just gonna still say, you know, drop your weapon. Does your radiant your radiant branding was that just one attack? I, yeah, I can only do that once. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's probably not going to hit anything because that's, oh, it's still a plus five. So that's a 13. Probably doesn't hit. Just misses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then Alar snoozes. Yep. Brokos. So she broke through your spell. There's a new guy there. Mm-hmm. You, you get. To, I'm gonna. I got more second level spell slots. So you can go ahead and do another wisdom saving throw. I'll try to cast old person again. Okay. She, she failed again. Wow. That is spectacular. Okay. So Dagmar, uh, you. So yeah, you've stepped up now. Looks like this. Uh, this uh, gang member is not giving up easily. Uh, I'll attack. So I'll pull my short sword out and stab her in her paralyzed back. That seems honorable. Yeah. All right, so, so, you, uh, so you'll have advantage on that attack. Okay, sorry, I'm just trying to navigate through this here. Uh, we'll go ahead and roll that. So first roll is a 13. Uh, not a miss. 13 and a 10. Okay. Okay. So nicely done. <laughs> you look threatening. Already. Yes, Let's see what you got, Dagmar. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, and I would like to spend the rest of my turn just like looking at my sword. <laughs> like, how you haven't you haven't used it in a while yeah maybe that's what it is it needs to be polished okay well we heard back to her and that is going to be a 15 to break no out. dice okay so you guys get another round so now we're just becoming a standoff here um tris again okay so she's held though right she's held so yeah, now you have paralyzed you advantage or normal if you want to do your firebolt so but if she's held, can I just like take her weapons away from her? Yes. Uh, yeah, I guess you could. That option. is what I'm doing then. Okay. So you are going to reach over and disarm her. And yes. And then if I have time, I'm going to like, you know, see if there's anything else I can take off of her. I would think that you would just be able to take her, take her swords. All right. Well, I take her swords. Okay. And uh. I say, I told you to stop. <laughs> Very annoying when people don't listen to me. All right. Alar. Should we just keep um, He's just, moving, just resting man. there? Yeah. Right. Yeah, the bear sound stopped, so I'm starting to drift off. It's, it's, it's nice and quiet. Sleep. All right, Brokos. I am going to um, try to basically, I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to grab her hands in front of her and kind of try to hold them together, bind them, you know, so she can't. I, I don't have any rope. And then I'll say verbally, can we just do something here? Can we just, anybody got any manacles or anything? I mean, so that so you would functionally be trying to grapple, grapple her, her. Grapple her. Yeah, but she right, but I'm just grabbing her hand, so I don't know what her DC, which would probably a disadvantage. I don't even know how she could not she, yeah, be she's not be grappled. Right. So I would say you'd have advantage on grappling, and she. I mean, she doesn't really get to make a. No, there's no. Yeah. Well, a nine, but. So. Advantage. That's right. That's fine. So you so you basically grapple her, but whenever she yeah. would get to act again. Twelve. Yeah. Then then she would make a contested roll to break free. Yeah, and, and I just you, want to make a free saying. Someone can tie her up. That's my turn. Then uh, you actually hear so Dagmar. You actually hear uh, Jarrett say, oh, I, "I've got some rope." And, and he, uh, you notice that he had a lot of different supplies sitting around his house, and he actually tosses you a like a small cord of rope. Okay, um, I would like to go ahead and assist Brokos in in uh, binding her 
any way that I know how. Okay. Do you want to take the rope or just? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to take the rope okay. and use that to bind the lady. Okay. So you start you start trussing her up. And yeah, so you basically bind her hands and it's enough to just completely wrap around her and kind of pin her arms. Now we've got a prisoner. I am never going to get sleep. This yeah. is maddening. It's maddening. <laughs> what happens when you go to bed? So she fails to break free again next round, which gives you guys a full other round completely restrain her. So at that point, she looks like she gives up. And you can just see her like, fine, call the authorities. No. Authorities. <laughs> you seem to be confused still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're functionally out of combat then. And it looks like you're going to want to do some interrogation. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to have to wait next week oh, to okay. find out what she has to say. All right. All right. All right. Welcome to the jungle, guys. <laughs> Who knew? Cave bear. Yeah, cave bear in the hallway. <laughs> Sorry, Dagmar. <laughs> no, I know. no, that's fine. <laughs> I know they said not to mess up. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us in the Apple or Google store, as this goes a long way to promote us. For more information about our show, you can find us at DungeonPatrol.com or at Patreon slash Dungeon Patrol. If you really love our show, even a dollar a month can help us keep the content coming. New audio episodes are released every Monday, or you can watch us Sundays at 7 p.m. Central on the Monsters of Roll Twitch channel, where you can also watch our sister show, Down with Dragons, which airs every Friday at 7 p.m. Join them as they continue their epic quest across the sea in the Kingdom of Karat. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We'll see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled.